Like, I don't understand people go into Facebook, local Facebook pages and type in a question. And then, you know, three weeks later, they have 5,000 answers from unqualified people. You take that same question, drop it into Google search. You will get a direct link to your local municipal web page, to the exact page, even the exact PDF document, even the exact page within a PDF document telling you exactly what's required. So do your damn due diligence. It's not hard. Hey, everybody, what's up? This is Adrian. This is episode 148 of KT Confidential, and I am all on my lonesome today. I am the one and only host today. Ariel has left me high and dry. No, he's away. The team's busy. Everybody's up to one of many things. And it is upon me to make sure we don't miss an episode of KT Confidential. We have gone 148 episodes now without missing a single Monday morning of bringing our message to you. And I refuse to let that happen. So here I am on my own. Today's episode, I am discussing something that's come up in conversation with a few people recently, and uh, it's become uh, more prevalent in our uh, realm of work as we opened up KT Property Management, and that is the conversation surrounding basement apartments. I have had numerous conversations. I've had conversations with family members who have uh, recently asked my opinion on basement apartments. I have had clients ask my opinion. I have seemed to become bombarded by Facebook posts and YouTube videos regarding basement apartments. You know, when you go on like a little tangent looking for something and all of a sudden you're just completely immersed in it because social, whatever the platform is, seems to know what you want to see. And that's me right now. Everything is basement apartments. It's a weird topic. Nobody's trying to sell me on anything other than perhaps following their platform, but it's an important discussion. So the primary cause of this conversation comes from, um, I'll give you the backstory. So gentleman reached out to us very early this year and uh, he and his wife were, um, in the midst of some changes and they were leaving their primary current primary residence and uh, they wanted to rent it out. So they contacted us because they uh, found us, they actually found KT uh, property management through uh, a search engine search and came to realize that KT property management and KT realty are, uh, are, are affiliated companies. And they thought that that was, um, ideal. So they reached out to us, gathered some more information. And we kind of left it at that. Uh, they weren't planning to do anything immediately. Um, I tried to get out to see the house. They weren't quite ready for us to visit. Um, but their plans were in the future, uh, later this year. And they wanted to reconvene at that time, which is about now. So uh, fast forward, and I get a chance to go to the house and see them and meet them and see the house and learn ex more specifically what their plans were. Now, keep in mind, leading up to this time, I had had numerous conversations with these people um, about their plans, what they were doing, why they were doing it, et cetera. So I've come to learn now that they had a 
semi-detached home. And I won't say where, but they have a semi-detached home. And their basement was finished. But they wanted to have their basement rentable. They were ideally hoping to rent at the basement, rent at the upper floor, and generate more revenue through the income stream of the rental. And they already had a finished basement. So what they did is they hired a contractor who then went on to do what they deemed would be necessary to make it a legal basement apartment because they wanted to do things properly, which many people do not. So kudos to them. So they added a below grade staircase, a separate entrance directly into the basement through the backyard, um, a legal permitted basement access. That's a big job. I do not know how much they paid, but I would guess it would likely be somewhere in the realm of $5,000. If there's a contractor out there, give me a rough estimate on an average home where the basement is basically fully below grade with the exception of maybe a foot or two. How much would it cost to build a direct staircase down into the basement, throw in a door, drainage, the whole bit, do it properly? I'm guessing 5K. Then they went on to enlarge a window so they could have a proper emergency, fire rated, et cetera, et cetera, permitted egress window in the basement. They went through the town in their local municipality to get this all permitted, get all the appropriate inspections done. Anyways, fast forward, work's already done. Basement's almost refinished. They're replacing some of the floors and walls, uh, touching up things because in the process, they had to move things around a bit, tear things apart. So it's almost done. I come in and now they've changed the story. So the original plan was that they were doing one thing. New plan is they're doing something different. And I'm like, oh, well, I wish you told me that because that changes how I would advise you. So note to self or you, if you are planning on hiring a professional, hire somebody you trust, uh, get them involved early, tell them everything that's going on so that they can be better equipped to advise you properly. It will be in your best interest. In this scenario, had I have known, I could have been able to advise them well in advance of the appropriate things they should do or should not do, and it would have saved them a lot of money and time. Anyway, so I advised them, well, it's great that you've got this beautiful basement apartment or basement, finished basement. It really is truly nicely done. Great workmanship. Contractors seem to have done a great job. Uh, I'm excited to see the final product. They've got this great basement that appears to be what one would assume to be rentable. But the biggest problem that they did not know about, and for some reason, nobody in this entire equation, not the contractors, not the, the, the employees at the municipality that were involved with the visual inspections in order to approve and close the permits, nobody told them this information. But me, within being in the house for five minutes, told them, you cannot rent your basement apartment because your local, local municipality requires that any basement apartment can only be in a property that is fully detached or a semi-detached link slash link home that is only connected below grade. Now, this particular home, sorry, I'm getting messages here on my phone. This particular home, it's a semi, semi-detached home. It's connected above grade. Now, granted, it's only connected above grade by the garage, but it is connected nevertheless. So it does not qualify. So they've gone and spent all this money on 
doing what they figured would be required in order to rent out the basement separately. And they're not allowed to. Now you've got two frames of mind here. You've got plenty of real estate agents and plenty of homeowners who will still rent out the basement. It is illegal. It is not allowed. There are serious consequences, serious liability, and I would not recommend it. In fact, we won't represent somebody that wants to rent out a legal, an illegal basement apartment. And I can get into those reasons shortly. But here we are. We've got a beautiful basement. Cannot be rented. They spent all this extra money to generate that extra income. They're not going to be able to recoup it. Now we're going to try and get creative and find somebody that might have a larger family where maybe um, it's a multi-generational family and the elderly parents or somebody can live in the basement. Um, they use and occupy the whole premises as one and uh, they kind of have their own little separate living area and we could charge extra for it, but it will not be the same as if you had two separate apartments. Now, why is this important? Now, this is important because as we have gotten into property management very heavily, over the last year, two, two years, um, we have also become more heavily involved in our real estate business with helping investors buy investment properties. These people need to know and be very, very familiar with the local bylaws and, and municipal requirements to have a basement apartment if that is your plan. Because not only does it matter what type of home it is, what the type of dwelling is, whether it's a detached, a townhome, a semi-detached, linked above grade, below grade, whatever, it matters in many cases how many parking spaces there are. As an example, I believe in Hamilton and in Milton, you must have three legal parking spaces, which even for some detached homes, immediately eliminates the possibility of about 50% of those homes, depending on the neighborhood. Many, especially in newer neighborhoods, many detached homes, single car detached homes, single car garage detached homes cannot accommodate a third vehicle, period. They're putting these big homes on small lots and they have no possible way of widening driveways to get a third car in. So even though it meets the detached requirement, it does not meet the parking requirement. And then you have further requirements like separate access, um, HVAC requirements, um, emergency uh, uh, or window, egress window uh, requirements. And that's another thing. There's many homes we've been into where they said, oh yeah, we finished the basement. We got a basement uh, bedroom put in and we had the contractor put in a bigger window so that it could be classified as a bedroom. Well, there's another thing. I don't know where these contractors are getting their information in, but in the vast majority of the cases where we have homes like this, the windows are not big enough. Egress windows in many cases are enormous. And uh, that is something to inquire in. I mean, this information, people, is super easy to find. Like, I don't understand. People go into Facebook, local Facebook pages and type in a question. And then you know, three weeks later, they have 5,000 answers from unqualified people. You take that same question, drop it into Google search. You will get a direct link to your local municipal web page, to the exact page, even the exact PDF document, even the exact page within a PDF document telling you exactly what's required. So do your damn due diligence. It's not hard. 
And there's a lot of people I was watching a, um, I don't know if they call it a podcast. I don't, I'm not familiar with the show, but I came across the show somehow. Uh, it looked like a realtor in the Hamilton or Niagara region and a gentleman that owns a company, an architectural company, architectural design firm um, that were complaining about some new law, new bylaws imposed this year, earlier this year, I think in May in Hamilton that affected um, um, basement apartments and determined whether or not they'd qualify. And one of the complaints they had was this whole parking fiasco. They were saying, how could you possibly uh, require a third legal parking space? Now that's been the case in Milton for many years. So that's not new to, to that municipality, but to uh, Hamilton, the hammer, it is new. And their complaint is, well, there's already insufficient parking as it is. How do you expect us to find properties where we can do this and accommodate the new requirements? Well, I think that's the point. I think the reason they have that requirement is because you're putting all these illegal basement apartments into high density areas that already have an issue with parking. They don't want you further stressing the system. I mean, I don't understand how they can complain. It just makes sense to me. And then the guy went on to further say, well, you've got all, you've got all this high density area where everybody wants to be. And uh, that's where all the, the basement apartments are going to be. That's where people want to have these apartment rentals, basement apartment rentals. Now you're pushing us out to the more suburban areas within the city where it's lower density. And now you're going to raise the density there. I mean, this guy seems, I'm not even going to say it. He basically answered his own question. That's exactly what the city is trying to do. You've got way too many people in one pocket that it can't service itself anymore. There's not enough space for cars. Cars are overcrowding roadways, which causes problems for municipal services like um, garbage and recycling pickup, causes problems with snow clearing. Um, and then you get complaints from neighbors about all these cars parked in driveways, parked on lawns, you know, parked on top of each other. There's reasons they're doing this and it's because they're trying to get you to move elsewhere. So you answered your own question. That's why they did it. Um, one thing they did say that I thought was weird in Hamilton is for every basement apartment, you have to have a, um, a percentage of green space in the backyard, not side yard, not front yard, backyard. So if you're back here, if your, your basement apartment is X square footage, it had to have a percentage of the backyard designated a space for it, which would be blocked off with a two foot tall fence. And um, that seems odd because there's plenty of people living in condos with no, no outdoor living space and people going to basement apartments to live. That's not usually one of their requirements. And these municipalities do have a dire need for affordable rentals. So there's a balance between having bylaws imposed to um, prevent further problems, um, such as the parking issue. And then there's that fine line where you cross and say, oh, and they have to have outdoor living space because we want these places to be nice. Well, that's a bit ridiculous. If they don't want the green space, why do you give it to them? Now, the other rules I do agree with, I do think it's very important to do a legitimate legal basement apartment. Um, 
And here's why. One, you can sell it for more down the road. Go through the process of getting it permitted. Go through the process of doing things properly. Your house will be worth more money. And in the meantime, you will be able to rent it for more money. If you can advertise legal basement apartment and show all the work you put into it, you're going to attract a better audience, more qualified uh, tenants, more uh, reliable, uh, respectable people, people that you want in your basement apartment. If you have a dirty, dingy, dusty, smelly basement apartment, which are many of the illegal basement apartments that are moldy and musty, you're going to get shitty tenants. They're going to be a nightmare and shame on you for not wanting to have a nicer place for them to live. If you want to be a landlord, take on the responsibility of doing it properly. This is where people live. This is what they call home. This is where they raise their family. You need to have nice places. So do properly. The other problem becomes if you do get tenants into your basement apartment that's illegal and a neighbor complains, the municipal bylaw officers are going to come by. They're going to confirm and do an inspection, confirm your basement apartment is illegal. It is not permitted. And they're going to fine you. And fines before, I can speak on behalf of um, information I know of Milton, fines before were nominal, something like 500 bucks to 1,000 bucks. Not terrible, especially considering you're getting plenty more than that in rent monthly. But I think it was in the summer of 2017, there was a story about um, somebody who was fined $5,000. And not only find $5,000, find $5,000, then the tenants evicted. So they, they have to go through the process of leaving, which who knows what happens with that. Maybe they file a complaint and try to come after the landlord for money because they didn't know it was illegal. Now they're uh, out of pocket thousands of dollars in temporary accommodations at a hotel or Airbnb, extra unnecessary moving expenses, et cetera. They take it to small claims court, charge you more there. God forbid they slip down the stairs and fall and break their neck. One thing I found interesting, I spoke with an insurance company once and said, what do you require to insure a home if there's a basement apartment? And they didn't, the, the, the guy I spoke with, I don't know, I can't speak for every insurance company. If you work for an insurance company or you're an insurance broker, chime in in the comments and let me know. But this particular person said they didn't care. They didn't care if it was permitted. They didn't care if it was a legal basement apartment. They did not care. They would insure the property. I found that to be very interesting because I can only imagine that, of course, they're happy to collect their monthly premium from you. But if somebody causes a fire because they were cooking in the basement kitchen that was not permitted, or if there's somebody that falls down the stairs and breaks their neck, and you have a huge liability lawsuit on your shoulders, that insurance company is going to fight tooth and nail not to pay anything. Nothing. So not only is it a good idea to do it properly, get it permitted, documented, registered with your local municipality, and insured properly to cover your ass, if you finish your basement 
you should, even if it's not an apartment, you should contact your insurance company because the insurance coverage you would have had previously needs to be adjusted to account for your finished basement. I learned that. Fortunately, not the hard way. I was having a conversation with my insurance company one day and we got chatting about my house. I said, oh, I'm finishing the basement. And I learned that the coverage I had would no longer be satisfactory to do repairs down there. And that if there were a flood in the basement, they would not repair the stuff that I did to it. So make sure you have proper coverage. And that kind of sums it up. It's a short episode. I'm on my own here, but it's an important topic. And, um, you know, it's an important topic for existing landlords, people who may have bought into houses that have uh, apartments that they do not know any better as to even ask about whether or not it's legal or even know that there's such a thing as needing to have it permitted. Then you have a group of tenants who are renting these properties that have perhaps no clue as to the fact that they should even ask if it's legal. And then you have people who may hopefully watch this before they buy investors, tenants, before you rent or before you buy a property, do your due diligence. Make sure you follow your local municipal, local municipal, oh my gosh, local municipal bylaws, regulations, and rules building code, whatever, get it permitted, get it done properly, follow the rules, and you will be far better off in the long run. Thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate you listening. We have many listeners who do not subscribe to the podcast. So if that is you, do me a favor, show some love, click the subscribe button on the podcast, whether that's on your favorite podcast streaming service, or if you enjoy watching the podcast on YouTube. See, I have a problem not looking at the camera. You, I'm talking to you. Click subscribe and comment. Give us some topics for our next podcast. Let us know what you're thinking, what's important to you. The few minutes you take to leave a comment means the world to us because it tells us what our listeners want to hear. That's it for episode 148. I'm Adrian Trott. Next episode 149 will be next Monday morning and it will likely be with me and Ariel. I'm signing off for today. Talk soon.